This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 81. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Zeners, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And this is our very first episode of 2015. Yay. Happy New Year. Yay. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. And I hope you, everybody had a great holiday and got to visit with friends and family and eat some good, healthy vegetarian food or vegan food and had a great time. Yeah, I know we did. We had some, and I had a two week vacation, actually, as we're, we're, uh, Recording this, I am in the middle of my two-week <laughs> vacation. Right. Since we are back in time at this we time. Are. But um, in this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to be continuing a discussion about the environment that we started way back in episode 37. You remember that one, Larissa? That was a long time ago. That was ago, a long yeah. time ago. And in, and in that episode, we talked about the effects that eating meat has on the environment. And there was some surprising effects there. In this episode, we're going to share some food-related tips that will help with environmental sustainability. Okay. And, you know, I think that this was one of the, we asked for, at the end of 2014, we put out a post on our Facebook page and in our group asking for suggestions for episode topics. And this one was, I believe, suggested by your cousin, Diane. Yep. And uh, I think so. Out in uh, New Mexico. So hi, Diane. And thank you. Thank you for this awesome topic. Hey, cousin. (laughs) All right. I think we have a new rating, though, don't we? We do. We do. We're still playing catch up from September. So this one is from September 24th of 2014. And it is from our very good friend, Jared Easley. And Jared has uh, his own podcast called Starve the Doubts. And it's a business podcast. He does a lot of interviews. He has a co-host now named uh, Kamanzi Constable, and they just interview a lot of great people um, about, sorry, that was Jake, <laughs> about, uh, Jer- Jake uh, likes Jared too, Yes, about uh, overcoming your fears and your doubts when you're starting a business or doing other things in your life. So it's a great podcast. But uh, Jared says, I love this podcast like a fat kid loves cake. <laughs> Says Larissa. I know he's so silly. <laughs> Larissa and Vicky are two of my favorite people online. I really appreciate the effort and care that is put into each episode. The value is fantastic. Hit subscribe today and definitely consider saying hello to them if you ever pass through the San Antonio area. And uh, that's from Jared Easley. And Jared, incidentally, was also the co-founder with Dan Franks of Podcast Movement. Awesome. That was an such an awesome conference. Yes, and I can't wait until next. Yes, August. we got our tickets. The mm-hmm. same during the the last one, and it was so good. It was it was the first time he had ever done anything yes. like this, and it was amazing. It was great. So thank you, Jared. We appreciate you leaving a review. We appreciate podcast movement and everything that you do. All right. So are you ready to dive into the main topic? Oh, I think so. Okay. Okay. So as you mentioned in episode thirty seven, we talked about environmental issues, mainly the effects that the livestock industry has on the environment, and you know we came up with some really, really shocking and disturbing statistics and facts in that episode. It really was. I was so surprised. I would not have thought that the meat industry did that much damage to the planet. Right. And I mean, everything from deforestation, you know, for um, ranchers and farmers clearing forested lands to help 
to graze their livestock, to uh, pollution in the water systems, to uh, erosion, soil erosion, all kinds of things. Yeah, and how much water it used Mm -hmm. overall. Right. All right, so that's what we talked about in 37. So in this episode, we're going to look at some ways that we can help with environmental sustainability, which means helping to preserve the resources that we have, helping to replenish the resources that need to be replenished. And the ways that we can do that are by helping to um, minimize waste. And so we'll be looking at two different components here. We'll talk about first about ways to minimize packaging waste. So if you buy food at the store, that's prepackaged. You know, you, you've always got packaging that you either need to recycle and some of it can't be recycled. So then it goes in the trash. And then uh, so that's packaging. And then we'll also talk later about ways that you can minimize the actual food waste. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about minimizing packaging. Okay, so then I guess the first thing we could mention is buying in bulk. Yeah, and this is something that I've changed my mind about over the years because I was really averse to doing this. Yeah, so tell us why. Oh, I think when I was like a kid, there was a really, it was one of the only health food stores in the city back, maybe it was back in the 80s. And there was a big story done on this because the bulk bins, they discovered like rat droppings and come to find out there was like rodents feasting on the Ugh. yeah and i remember my mom making a comment of that's why we don't buy bulk you know mm-hmm. because it's just kind of out there but i you know i think i'd like to think <laughs> that the store we buy from though is pretty good about that i right. mean we we buy from whole foods right right yeah and um you know it's it's isn't it funny how things they stick even with you from your childhood will stick with you yeah. like that um but so yeah And we were talking earlier, there are some things that I tend not to want to buy from bulk bins. And one of those is candy, simply because... Just picture some kids sticking Sticky little fingers. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, You know, stick a finger in there, try it, put it back. And I know know this to be true, because when I was a kid, I did that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so those types of things I tend not to buy from bulk. Unless it's up really high where I know kids can't reach. Yeah. You know what else is funny? Me and my brother and my sister, I remember us like taking grapes and eating them. Of course, they're just like right off the, oh, when well, yeah. my mom wasn't looking, of course, right off the the shelf. And how nasty is that? Not washed. <laughs> not and, washed yeah. and of course not organic. So, yeah. <laughs> and you're still here. I had my Amazing. share of pesticide and bacteria, I'm sure. <laughs> we all did, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah. When you buy from the bulk bins... It's really great. I mean, I I buy a lot of things from bulk now. I buy nuts. So like when we make our our almond milk, I buy the almonds there in bulk and organic. And that's the good thing about Whole Foods is they have a lot of bulk items and they have a lot of them are organic. Um, You'll have to check the the bin and make sure it says organic. But a lot of them are. Um, So nuts, we buy some of the trail mixes sometimes from there. They have some really nice little uh, animal cookies that are really not sweet, and they're just nice for little snacks. Also, um, I buy flour there in bulk. I buy sugar, um, and it's really, really good to do. And one other thing that you can do when you buy bulk is to bring your own bags and containers. Yes, like we do. Yes. We, we, We have bags. We don't have containers, right? Right. I don't right now, but... I'm thinking what I'm going to start doing is 
Uh, we've got some awesome, the, the produce bags that we have are the ones that have the mesh. And we, so you can't really put, I can put nuts in those, but I can't put like sugar and flour in those. Right. So I still use the plastic ones for that. But I do have those new muslin ones that Danielle suggested that, um, that we try. And so I'm going to start taking those, I think, for flour and sugar and things. What is it? Is it like plastic or No, it's, it? it's cloth. Oh, it's But it's cloth. not mesh. Because oh, I was going to say, how do you cloth. not? Because that weighs something, right? So like, yes. put it on the scale. But yes. I guess this is just like a bag, right? Well, it is. Um, and that's what I was going to mention is, yes, you remember yesterday when we went to yeah. Whole Foods and the girl, I'd never had anybody ask me this before and it hadn't really occurred to me, but the girl who was checking us out, I had a um, one of the produce bags that I had put, I had one of the mesh ones that had some leeks in it and I had another one that had zucchini. And when she, when she scanned them, she asked me, she said, do you have an empty bag? like this that doesn't have anything in yeah, it. Yeah, we both said, looked at her like, what? I was like, okay, um, yeah. So I gave her one, and she put it on the scale, and she weighed it first. She said, yeah. I just want to make sure you're not getting overcharged. Yeah, it was to calibrate mm-hmm. the scale, so that way we would it would take away the the weight, the of, weight the of the bag. The weight of the bag, which with the mesh bags is practically nothing. nothing. But that was still cool of her to think of that. Right, you know? but that gave me the the knowledge now that I'm going to start when I get sugar and flour and things I'm going to start bringing the glass containers that I have and bring one to put the stuff in one to have them measure to to weigh and then that way we don't even have to use the plastic bags at all anymore yeah that's a good idea so that was a great thing that I got out of our trip yesterday um, and then, uh, okay, so the next thing is about when you do buy prepackaged items. Yeah, so you, when you buy prepackaged items, you want to get the largest size that you're going to use without wasting it. And the reason for that is less packaging to throw away or recycle, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you end up buying a bunch of little bags, then you've got more stuff to recycle or to, uh, to throw away. Right. And then also larger quantities um, are generally a better bargain for you anyway. So mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Of and course, without wasting Without wasting, mm-hmm. without, right. And I always kind of look at the tag and just make sure that it says, because on most grocery tags, it'll give you like the cost per ounce or the cost per per unit or whatever. So I always look at that when I'm comparing the sizes, just to make sure, because there's always that exception, you know, of something that's actually cheaper if it's the smaller box. I don't know why. Yeah. And you know, with, with all the New Year's resolutions to lose weight, I know that might not sound good to some people because they would rather buy smaller mm-hmm. packages, but you know, just one thing to consider. Right. All right. So then our next suggestion to help reduce packaging is to make your own things. Instead you know, of this is always the best option for, in my opinion, You're, the stuff we make here. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. The stuff you make here. <laughs> Is she's the cook of the family because I yeah total complete props there uh, is so much better. I mean I still cannot find anybody that tops your pizza. Aww. We just ate a new at a new pizza place yesterday, and not even close. Oh, thank so. you. Yeah, I'm blushing. <laughs> oh. But yeah, and you're right. I mean it's better on several different. Yeah, I mean, you can cr- control levels. the ingredients. Think about all the stuff, the additives. I mean even the best of the best that's out there still has some additives. They have to mm-hmm. in order to keep it fresh on the shelf. Exactly. So things that you can make yourself instead of buying are things like granola. Dried fruits. Mm-hmm. Yes, those mm-hmm. are good. Uh, veggie chips is another good one you can do if you have a dehydrator or if you don't, just in your oven. Yep. 
Cookies. Cookies. <laughs> humana, 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 uh, yeah. and, the, and there are other things too. Other kind of, you can make your own guacamole. You can do all kinds of stuff that, that way you don't have to buy the little package at the store and then recycle that plastic container, right? Yeah. And this isn't just for things that are uh, edible. This We're also talking about like household cleaners. Mm-hmm. That's awesome because we've recently got into that probably within the last, what, maybe two years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Started making more of our own now. Full disclaimer, <laughs> some of it doesn't work so well. <laughs> I'm thinking back to the shampoo you made. Oh my God, that was awful. That was the worst. Yeah, I just got back from oh. a business trip and I always like to shower when I get back from the airport because I just feel like you have the bacteria of the world on you when you get when I get back. So I jumped into the shower and Larissa said, oh, by the way, there's some, I made some shampoo in there. So I was like tired. I didn't even, you know, I was like, okay. So I tried it and it was gum <laughs> it was awful it was, it was terrible i i used it and my hair was like it didn't move my hair it was like it was the most awful thing Ugh. that's not to so, say it's not possible that was your first attempt and it was kind of like the last shampoo. attempt but there's some things like the cleaner that we use to spray in the in the, the counters mm-hmm. that you you have a youtube video to show yes. how to make that it's so easy to make and it smells so nice and it's great knowing there's not a lot of chemicals there's that are no going in our kitchen. Che- well, yeah, there's no chemicals. Yeah. It's vinegar and baking soda and uh, no, that one doesn't have vinegar. That one has um, uh, Castile, Castile soap, soap. Yeah. yeah, and essential oils and baking soda. I mean, it's just wonderful. like nothing. And yeah. then the hand soap. I also do liquid hand soap. And that's wonderful, and it's foamy, just like the kind you get. Mm-hmm. In fact, you use re- have re- reused the. Um, container the pump Mm -hmm. containers right and that's the next thing we're going to talk about good segue reusing containers (laughs) right so a lot of we do a lot of this uh when we have glass jars from you know pasta sauces or condiments or things like that jams and jellies i'll save the glass jar if it's a size that i'll use that i don't already have a bunch of right so i'll save the glass jar wash it out wash the lid really well and you can use those for all kinds of storage um the glass ones particularly are good for food storage because you're not going to have plastic leaching chemicals into your food right but you can also use them to hold nails screws small office supplies like paper clips binder clips things like that rubber bands i mean if the environmental aspect doesn't appeal to you think about the money you save <laughs> from going to like an organizational yeah, store container like container store. store or something and how much you would pay for those exactly and but i'm pretty sure our audience it does appeal on that end too i think so <laughs> i mean the environmental right <laughs> that, i think we know our veg pretty yeah. well uh, yeah, and then uh, glass bottles, too, are really good for holding beverages like um, smoothies and juices. And so we use some some oh, of yeah. the, the tea and lemonade bottles, the ones that we've ha- bought over the years, and, and use those for, for those. Right. Okay, so let's also talk about, you can use them for decor, right? Mm-hmm. For projects. Yeah. Um, I know you're very artsy, and, you, and your room over there, your art room, has a lot of containers that you've used for art projects mm-hmm. and for storage in there too right and don't forget about saving especially right now as people are taking down their holiday their trees and mm-hmm. putting all their holiday lights away and all that stuff some of this stuff is really good for uh, packing your holiday um decorations so like we have a little uh glass container that contains like miscellaneous hooks and light bulbs mm-hmm. and stuff we've that have fallen off the tree 
Um, and then don't forget to save the packaging from the from your gifts. And Lar- Larissa and her mom on uh, <laughs> Christmas Day were hilarious because they were running around. We were at my brother's house and big family gathering, and they were running around the room. Actually, Larissa kind of was the home. You were the home base. I was sitting on the, the floor. Bag, yeah. And her mom was running around. Every time somebody would open a gift, she was there <laughs> grabbing the paper and bringing it back. And they were deciding <laughs> if it was going to be recycled or was it, it, they could use it again. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, it really makes sense because there was so much tissue paper and that's what i use when i my package uh items that sell in the shop yeah you know and your and mom said we're saving the world here i know <laughs> no, <laughs> and, that's cool i mean yeah. that was really cool yeah and then the boxes um and then other other things you can reuse toilet paper rolls paper towel rolls <laughs> you're can... gonna say toilet paper i was like uh toilet no. paper yeah <laughs> there is recycled toilet paper but <laughs> yeah. Don't, you probably... yeah but I, we, we want to let somebody else process it and recycle yeah, it yeah. and then we'll buy it again exactly um, gross <laughs> um but yeah no you can you can use those to hold gift wrap you know, the, the rolls are gift wrapped so they don't come unraveled in between holidays. You can reuse the boxes and bags. You can, um, oh, here's a good one. Packaging that is plain paper or cardboard, so like no colors and stuff, no glossy paper. You can use those to make little fire starters. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. what that's what I do for you is I take, you know, she's the fire master here. I'm not allowed to do the fireplace. It's, it's just like <laughs> really? the grill. Would you really want to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could, but you yeah. just make such beautiful fires. Oh, thank you. And um, but so my little job is to um, create the little twisty yeah. papers to put under the logs to light. Yeah, we stopped using those blocks because who knows what they had in them. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see what they had. So I don't, yeah. I'm not really sure. I think some of them are made more natural than others. But I mean, bottom line, it's pretty, it, paper is pretty basic. <laughs> yeah. So I just take some, um, yeah. you know, paper that would normally go in the recycling bin and just kind of twist it up a little bit and right. do that. And then uh, also, of course, the other thing to do is to use reusable shopping bags. And there are so many out there now. They're not expensive. We are going to be having some of our own on the website. We're going to create our own with our logo on it. Mm -hmm. And maybe some other fun things. So so be looking for those in 2015 in the shop. So those are some really easy, easy, easy tips that you can do to minimize your packaging waste. Okay, so let's segue into food. Okay. So one of the things Larissa and I have vowed to get better at this year is planning our meals. We both are so in the moment when it comes to that. And we have this awesome meal planner that is on our website. There's a link to it on our website that we have, that we subscribe to. And I just started using it again. And I say it's awesome because it's so easy to import recipes into this meal planner. And then you can just drag them and, and drop them around the week of the, uh, there's like a calendar. And you can just drag them around. So we really want to do that for a few reasons. I mean, obviously we don't want to be thinking too much throughout the week about what we're going to eat. That takes time and it's stressful. And that also can be, um, a way that you can that can lead you to making poor decisions, right? That's to, to when we're both stumped. I mean, that could easily be a little Caesar's night for us, oh, right? Yeah, and I do Caesar's a lot of that. Disgusting, and yeah, you do that sometimes. Like when you're stumped for lunch, and, mm-hmm. and I'm not here. Um, I don't have little Caesars, but maybe once every oh, I don't know, a couple of months. But I mean, I know yeah. you have it when you're just you don't know what else to eat, and so if that's I'm why out, it's so important. Then, yeah, yeah, that's why it's so important. <laughs> and the other thing is that you should you're going to buy pretty much only what you need. This planner that we use has a grocery list 
capability that's really awesome and so that'll help you buy just what you need for those recipes right so you won't be wasting stuff that's you know you buy because a lot of times what i'll do is i'll go to the grocery store with a list you know i always go with a list in my grocery list app that i have and i go there and i get what's on the list but then as i'm walking through the produce section i'll see uh kiwi or something and i don't normally eat a lot of kiwi just plain but i'll i'll buy it and i'll think oh i'll find a great recipe for this right like i'll make us a great fresh dessert with it and then i forget about it right because and we didn't plan it yeah exactly it's not that you can you can't buy things impulse mm-hmm. it's just that the the more you plan the less waste there is i mean how much how many things do have we wasted in the past just because of that a lot yeah i'm i'm sad to say that yeah. so but the other good thing about planning meals at home is leftovers yes. right i mean mm-hmm. rarely do we have something that doesn't at least create another meal for us that we make at home right and you know if you go back and listen to episode 40 that we have it's meal planning 101 and that'll have some that has some great tips in it talking about the the plan to eat app that you were just mentioning and then also uh making extra, you know, on Sunday, if you're if you're off on Sunday, if your week starts on Monday, if you make extra rice, extra pasta, you know, so that you can use it for several different things throughout the week, that'll help as well. Uh, And then it also we also talk about using leftovers and freezing and everything. So yeah, um, and make sure you're using like when you when you do have extras of things laying around, try to put some sort of calendar marker on it for yourself so that you know, you're using the older stuff first. That's that's always a good thing to do. We'll put like even on our little containers, I'll put like a little strip of tape with a date on mm-hmm. it so that we know that we need to eat that. Yes, because sometimes I don't remember from like three days ago what I made. And so I'll see something in there. And I don't know if, how long it's been in there. I mean, it may be two days. It may be a week. Yeah. I don't remember. And then what happens a lot of times if you don't know, you'll just throw it out. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. And it may be still good. Right. All right, so yeah, with fresh foods, buy only what you will reasonably eat while they're still fresh. So produce, so things like that. If you're not if you if you're not going to eat 12 bananas in a week, don't buy 12 bananas. Yeah. You know, if you normally eat a banana a day, buy 7 bananas if you're not going to the store until a week later. Um, only buy what you're going to eat. And then this one, now this is cool. I have not done this before. I'm going to start because I just love this idea. If you have older produce in your refrigerator that needs to be used, or if you, when you cook and you have like the ends from onions, from celery that you cut off, uh, from carrots, leeks, and things like that, save those and then dump them all in a stock pot, add water, add some fresh herbs or dry. You got a herbs. soup on. You got a soup on, <laughs> yeah. Anybody who watches Arrested <laughs> Development will know that that's Carl Weathers. But um, we're probably the only ones. I know. But yeah, that's such a great idea. So if you've got older stuff before it goes completely bad, you know, I mean, it'll still be good for stock. And fresh. Not to mention it won't have all that junk in it, right? So we were looking at some, we were looking at some ingredients for like bouillons and stuff. And you would think are pretty minimal (laughs) in ingredients and they're really not. Yeah. We were looking at MSG and some of those as well. And again, this is one of the benefits of making it home you get to say what ingredients go in. Right, exactly. And then another thing is, we mentioned this a few minutes ago, freeze leftovers. So if you make a huge lasagna and there's only two of you or two of us, um, you know, we'll eat a piece each that first 
night and then we'll probably have a piece for lunch the next day but that's still going to leave like four to six pieces of lasagna depending on how big it is freeze it while it's still fresh so eat what you're going to eat after this you know after the second time you serve it cut the other ones up the rest of it into serving sizes and freeze it and there again another you know when you look at the even the amy's Mm -hmm. organic frozen meals they re- they have more ingredients than I would want in in that. I mean, it's the less of all evils, I think. But still, you know, this is fresh, and you make the ingredients, so it's much fresher than Amy's. Right, exactly. Um, and then grow your own. If you have space for a garden, if you have a green thumb, grow your own. You can do just a little bit. You can do a lot. You can kill stuff like I do. You can <laughs> actually no. I you know my we're uh, sticking to herbs now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. You've done a good job of keeping those alive. I have, for the most part. Let's uh, talk about the great tomato uh, quest. (laughs) I am trying. I'm getting closer, though, because now I have a tomato plant out there. Okay, so this is, what, December 30th, and we're in (laughs) South Texas, and I have a tomato plant on the porch that has three tomatoes on it. It's taunting you. (laughs) Well, they're green, and they're still hard, and they're not, but they're good size. They're, like, almost the size of my fist, but unfortunately, they're not going to finish ripening because it's not getting warm enough, but I'm getting closer. I didn't kill the plant this time. I think it's supposed to freeze tonight too yeah but i didn't kill the plant this time so i think i'm going to try again in the spring um get it out you know early enough but not too early i'll probably be asking our listeners for advice on yeah. not murdering you know this plants. texas ground doesn't help much either i know there's people that can do it but yeah. i mean it doesn't it doesn't help us it doesn't help the people that are like amateurs well, not to it. mention the fact that i mean we're not going to dig up our yard so yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right let's talk a little bit about eating out and i think then we'll be done okay so, yeah, a lot of food is wasted in restaurants. Definitely. I mean, how many times do you leave stuff on your plate? Which is, which is, well, it's kind of a mixed bag because you don't want to stuff yourself just to eat everything on your plate like your grandparents told you to, you know, um, if you're not hungry because then that's going to lead to all kinds of health problems. So you don't want to do that. But if you order, the, I mean, the portion sizes in most American restaurants today are absolutely ridiculous. They really are. So if you order something and then you can't eat all of it, then you're left with all the stuff on the plate. And if you don't take it with you or do something, they just throw it away. It yeah. just goes, you know. So a couple of, of tips. Uh, the first one is to pick a restaurant based on how hungry you are, which is really a novel idea. I hadn't even thought of that. You know, I mean, it's something that sometimes you'll say, okay, well, we're not really, we don't want something heavy or something, but. Well, that's why I like Mexican food restaurants. Mm-hmm. And Mexican food is like my favorite type of food because you can go big that's or true. you can go just a taco. A taco. You know? That's true. That's And, and actually true. our, our Mexican food restaurant, they even have vegetarian fajitas, mm-hmm. which is just a bunch of grilled fajitas. And it, it's really vegetables, good. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Grilled vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, um. So, yeah, don't go to an Italian place that serves, you know, only really heavy, huge pasta plates if you only feel like a slice of pizza. You know, find a place that's good, that's healthy-er-ish, that you can get a good slice of vegetarian pizza. Yeah, or consider ordering from the appetizer menu. I do that sometimes mm-hmm. as well. It feels kind of weird the first few times you do it, but then it's not such a big deal. I mean, again, it's just based on your hunger level. Right. And yeah. I think most waiters and waitresses are used to that now. That's, I think a lot of people do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mediterranean and Asian cuisines are really good for times when you're not that hungry. 
uh, a lot of the dishes are smaller or they're family style. So you can order, if you've got, you know, a group of four people, you can order a couple of different dishes and then just take from the big plate, you know, just what you want. So that way you're not eating a ton of stuff that you don't really want. Yeah. Also, you can consider splitting a menu item with someone. Larissa and I do that quite a bit. Those vegetarian fajitas, it's a big grilled plate of vegetables. We'll just order maybe if we feel like beans on the side or something, we'll order an extra one of those, get an extra plate. I mean, that's plenty for us. Yeah. And and usually when we split that, we still bring some stuff home. Yeah. They give us a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then that's the last thing is take your leftovers home with you. Um, and, you know, and don't forget about them. I put them in the back of the refrigerator and forget yeah. about them sometimes. We just but had leftovers for lunch today. Yeah, we did. Leftover pizza. All right. Are we ready to move into the recipe of the week? I think so. And this goes back to what I was talking about earlier, something that I'm going to start doing. This is a recipe link uh, from the Food 52 blog, which is a really good food blog. Beautiful pictures. Great. I, I go to them sometimes. Food, food52.com. And it's how to make vegetable stock. Very and, cool. Yeah. And specifically, the, the recipe is how to make vegetable stock without a recipe. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a non-recipe. Nice. A non-recipe recipe. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to be trying this. And I'll, when I do it, I'll take some pictures and, you know, the process and everything and uh, tell you how it comes out. Cool. Right, what about a quote? Okay. The quote of the week comes from Paul Newman, the actor. And he said, we are such spendthrifts with our lives. The trick of living is to slip on and off the planet with the least fuss you can muster. I'm not running for sainthood. I just happen to think that in life, we need to be a little like the farmer who puts back into the soil what he takes out. That's pretty cool. I know. I like that. I like that. That's really kind of an easygoing kind of attitude about Mm -hmm. it. You know, it's kind of just, hey, I'm just putting in what i took out just leave that's really leave, cool leave what you leave it how you found it right. right love it yeah all right well i think that does it for our episode this week as you uh you guys probably know we read all of our five star ratings online so if you have not had a chance to head out to itunes yet we would greatly appreciate it because that helps other people find us and it also pumps us up pumps so please up. head out there <laughs> and uh we'll definitely get you your five star rate rating read on our next podcast or on our future podcast. On a future podcast. Right, on future. Yeah. We're still catching up. Yep. All right. Well, I think that does it for this week. Okay. Well, then we'll see you next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.